Good morning, friends, family, the elderly, young folks, psychotics, murder victims, lovers, fighters, bland people, exciting people, chefs, in sync fans, and banana eaters. My name is Robin O'Neill. This is a podcast coming at you from the shittiest part of Beverly Hills, California. It's called Me Reading Stuff, and I love you. It's as simple as that. Goodbye, you guys. Have a good one. (laughs) I would love to just come in and say that and then leave. But actually, I wouldn't. I've got stuff to talk about. Last week, I mentioned a bunch of movies I had on in my studio while I worked. And many of which were some of my favorite movies of all time, especially The Silence of the Lambs, Halloween, Scream, oh, Rushmore. But I just wanted to clarify, because I was sort of, I shouldn't be embarrassed necessarily, but many people were shocked thinking I was uh, listing movies that were brand new to me that I had just watched for the first time. So that's not the case, just to clarify. I'm a big rewatcher of movies and TV shows I love. Remember, I've seen Beverly Hills 90210 in its entirety, all 10 seasons, probably, I'm going to guess 15 times. Um, I watch Silence of the Lambs at least once a month, if not more. You know, I watched it twice in one day last week. So anyway, that's the reason I asked for more recommendations, because I was kind of stuck in a crazy, all-too-pleasurable loop of re-watching all my favorites over and over and over. I need to admit, though, that I did own Benny and June, uh, I used to think I liked that movie when I was in high school, but after rewatching it, I cannot wait to like pack it in my bag and throw that DVD out of my car window while the next time I'm on a highway or something. Uh, for the record, I've also never once been attracted to Johnny Depp, believe it or not. Okay, so you guys, awesome listeners that you are, threw a bunch of great recommendations out at me, so thank you. I still can't find the staircase documentaries, and that's killing me because I'll obviously love that story. I know the story because I think it was a Lifetime movie. Uh, I did watch Holy Hell because E.F. Bartlam on Twitter told me to, and I do what he tells me. It was definitely highly entertaining and crazy. I have to say, I used to do a lot of research on cults because the men I drew for over a decade were, in essence, a cult. And having said that, Uh, there's a greater chance of me becoming a cult leader than me simply joining a cult. Okay, uh, another recommendation from Mr. Bartlam was the documentary about the band Big Star, Nothing Can Hurt Me. Excellent. I love them. I love their music, always have. I learned so much more about their story, though, so thank you so much for that. Here's some others I watch. I don't know why this is turning into a movie podcast today. I apologize if you guys are uninterested in this, but... This is my life. It's, it's long hours. It's 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. or midnight every single day with just movies rolling behind me. So uh, this is, I, I'm sorry that I'm talking, this is all my life has been. I could also just tell, tell you about my drawing, but it's the same drawing and it's going to take another month to finish. So there's nothing interesting to talk about other than this. Okay, I cried the entire time watching the documentary about Matt Shepard. It's called Matt Shepard is a Friend of Mine. I also cried the entire time watching Southwest of Salem. That's a must-see. It's in the same vein as the story of the West Memphis Three about four out lesbians in San Antonio who, it was a witch trial. They were taking care of their friend's kids, and this guy who had a crush on one of them decided to claim that they had sexually abused these two young girls 
And it was absolutely not true. And they had, but they all had to be in prison for 16 years while they awaited somebody releasing them. It's, it's, it's a, it is just as upsetting as it gets. So I hated a movie called What Would You Rather? Dumb horror suspense torture movie. I used to love the old Pete's Dragon, but this time around I was rewatching it and I was kind of annoyed with it. I don't know if I was just in a bad mood or what. Uh, Child's Play surprisingly holds up as a badass horror movie. Chucky, model villain, and so much fun. I didn't realize that if any of you have watched Felicity, Professor McGrath, he's a detective in that movie. Let's see, I'll, I'll round this out by saying I rewatched the PBS documentary Crips and Bloods Made in America. Holy shit. That's by far the best and most informative of all the documentaries I just mentioned. Must see. Five star. All the awards goes to it. Let's read some poetry. Or actually, let's read something that's a little difficult to label. How about that? I get to see Ann Carson give a lecture and a reading this Sunday, and I couldn't be more thrilled. I've mentioned her many times. She's one of my all-time favorite writers. I have never seen her in person, and I'd like to remind all of you that if you haven't yet read Ann Carson's autobiography of Red, if someone were to ask me, name five books you wish everyone in the world would read, this is in my top five. I've read from it before, but... Get out of here if you don't think I'm going to do it again, because I am. Many of you read it after I shared an excerpt last year, so that made me happy. And I'm not sure I even recall what section I picked, so I might just accidentally read the same exact part. We'll see. Again, this is Autobiography of Red, a novel in verse. It is published by Vintage Books and has a volcano on the cover of it. I will put all necessary information so that you know how to buy it or get it at your library. So that is linked in the description of this podcast. Let me clear my throat real quick. I got to hit pause on this. God, I just noticed my sound quality has gone up a lot. Have you guys noticed this? Uh, I got to thank D.W. Burnham. I got to thank Billy Cuto. They've both helped me in various ways get this thing tweaked to perfection. They're both drummers, by the way. So there you go. Okay, you guys, uh, this is section nine called Space and Time. Up against another human being, one's own procedures take on definition. Geryon was amazed at himself. He saw Heracles just about every day now. The instant of nature forming between them drained every drop from the walls of his life, leaving behind just ghosts rustling like an old map. He had nothing to say to anyone. He felt loose and shiny. He burned in the presence of his mother. I hardly know you anymore, she said, leaning against the doorway of his room. It had rained suddenly at supper time. Now sunset was startling drops at the window. Stale peace of old bedtimes filled the room. Love does not make me gentle or kind, thought Geryon, as he and his mother eyed each other from opposite shores of the light. He was filling his pockets with money, keys, film. She tapped a cigarette on the back of her hand. I put some clean t-shirts in your top drawer this afternoon, she said. Her voice drew a circle around all the years he had spent in this room. Garyon glanced down. This one is clean, he said. It's supposed to look this way. The t-shirt was ripped here and there. God loves Lola in red letters. Glad she can't see the back, he thought, as he shrugged on his jacket and stuck the camera in his pocket. What time will you be home, she said. Not too late, he answered. A pure, bold longing to be gone filled him. So, Garyon, what do you like about this guy, Heracles? Can you tell me? Can I tell you, thought Garyon. 
thousand things he could not tell float over his mind. Heracles knows a lot about art. We have good discussions. She was looking not at him, but past him as she stored the unlit cigarette in her front shirt pocket. How does distance look is a simple, direct question. It extends from a spaceless within to the edge of what can be loved. It depends on light. Light that for you, he said, pulling a book of matches out of his jeans as he came towards her. No thanks, dear. She was turning away. I really should quit. A bit later in the book, there is a line that I adore. It is, reality is a sound. You have to tune into it, not just keep yelling. Listen, you guys are special folks. I want you to hang in there. I want you to get what you want. But I also need you to realize that that's not always possible. And when you don't get what you want, know that that just bonds you to all of us even tighter. In other words, join the club. It's a good thing. Reality is a sound. Sit at your desk and listen to it. Stop fighting everything. And clean your desk, by the way. As always, check me out on Instagram and Twitter at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I appreciate your iTunes subscriptions and reviews. Please do that if you haven't already. I will be back here next week. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Hello.